Being a real estate agent can be demanding. Being a mom, now that's even more challenging. Now being a mom in real estate, now that is hard. Welcome to Moms in Real Estate. My name is Angela Fazio. I'm your host. I am super excited to talk to Carrie Gilliland today. And we're going to be talking, it's, it's, in, it's um, called Business Owner to Real Estate, but it's really just about um, being a business owner in general. So I'm excited to talk about it before, but before we begin. I want to give a shout out and kudos to Diane Gerdes and April Chadwick from The Mortgage Advantage. They are our sponsors and we really appreciate them. So thank you guys. All right, Carrie, let's get started. Yeah. You have been in the business for 16 years? 16 years, since 2002. 2002. Yep. Yep. And you, you uh, hover around 5 million, yeah. 6 million in real estate. Yep, sometimes a little lower, sometimes a little higher. But yeah, that's about kind of where I usually land. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's thanks. great production. And I'm excited to talk to you about um, all the different businesses that you've owned and how that's really come together in different ways in your life. But first, yeah. More importantly, let's hear about your kids. Okay, so I have three daughters. Mm -hmm. So I have wonderful girls. I'm so super proud of them. So and I they have, are beautiful. They are. Wonderful. Oh my gosh. So my oldest daughter is Jordan. She's 26. She is a business owner as well. So I have my entrepreneurial spirit has rolled off onto my kids, mm -hmm. most of them. So Jordan, um, she does hair. So she's married and she has a three-year-old daughter. So my little Reese girl. Mm -hmm. So she's Blondie. my favorite person. Yes. And so Jordan does hair and she also does equine massage therapy. So she does, she massages, um, horses, but she also does some crazy stuff. So like uh, rodeo cattle, like livestock. So she'll massage like bulls, like after, like, before they raise. Well, or? like before, yeah. but, um, but yeah, so she does that kind of therapy. So she's really good at that. She's a cowgirl at heart. Um, and then she, um, her Wait, husband, stop right there. Yes. How do you even, I have an idea <laughs> when I grow up, I want to massage big animals. I, know. I mean, how I did that come know. to be? I don't even know how that came to be. So she's just ridden horses all of her life. That's okay. where her passion lies. She does hair and she likes it, but she loves horses. Okay. And so I don't know how that ever came about, but it was in the last couple of years that she decided that she wanted to do that. And then just connections that she had like in her cowgirl world. Where did you go to school from? Um, so she went to California. There was oh, a, okay. uh, a chiropractor, I think he is, mm -hmm. um, that uh, that had a, like a private class. So yeah, so she's all certified. That's and so interesting. It's super impressive. Yeah, yeah it's super impressive. And her so, husband. And then her husband also does a, uh, he has a business, so he has a wraps and graphics business. So he wraps cars and does um, graphics and that kind of stuff. So yeah. we helped him start that business as well. So yeah, so that's fun. So she, that's her. And then Morgan, she's my middle. She's 23. She mm -hmm. teaches sixth grade at Tillman Middle School in Phoenix. And she also has her own business that she just recently bought. So super proud of her. Tell so about she, that one because okay. I think that's so fun. So this one's super fun. <laughs> so she has a, it's called Load em Up Trailer Bar. And she has a couple of horse trailers that have been converted into mobile bars. And so she has a staff of, of certified bartenders, and so they do private events. So they do weddings and parties and different things. We, so ha we have to super bring. Super fun. Don't you think we have to bring that here? That, yeah. sound, that sounds so cool. If you saw pictures of it's it, it's like so a tra fun. it's a trailer. Yep, yep. It's the, it's so cute. It so, is. Yeah, you can find them on Facebook. So it's Load em Up Trailer Bar. 
And uh, so, yeah, so she's having fun with that. Um, she's engaged to be married in April to Dallas, and he is also a realtor, and he is a Phoenix police officer. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. So, super fun for her. And let's see, then Logan, my 19-year-old, she's my youngest, so she's a sophomore at ASU. Mm -hmm. Really proud of her. She's definitely my smart one. Yeah. Um, she's studying, studying neuropsychology, and she is living in Scottsdale with a couple of her friends, and then she works at ASU as well. So she has a job on campus. Isn't that interesting how like diverse? Yeah. Like, that all my girls are they're so, so different. Yeah. So That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Very different. But driven. But I, driven. I wonder where they get that from. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. So she works at ASU and then she also helps out at Candance Studios. So she helps assist with the competitive company. Is she the one that danced her whole life? She, yeah. So she danced all through school. Mm -hmm. And Morgan did as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. here's here's where I want to start the story. Okay. You you're a great real estate agent. Mm -hmm. You've been so for a while, and you would think when I first saw this, this is what I thought. This is how I thought it was going to go. We're going to hear about all of Carrie's past that led up to real estate, but that's not actually what happened mm -hmm. because you had a business, mm -hmm. and then you got into real estate, right? Yep. And you were doing that, doing that, and then you got another business yeah. while you're in real estate. Mm -hmm. Like, tell us the story. It's it's fascinating. So when I started, so out of high school, I went to beauty school, and um, so I got my license to do nails. So mm -hmm. I did nails for a long time, and I had an opportunity when I was 26 to purchase um, an existing nail salon. So um, that world was a lot different then than it is now. So I bought a salon. I had I don't know six or seven girls that rented space from me and so I did that so it was really um, super fun it was my dream to have at my own salon it didn't quite pan out exactly the way that I thought it was probably partly because I was 26 let's talk about that uh -huh. because I think the reason why I think that's so important to hear mm -hmm. about is let's let's learn lessons earlier yeah. <laughs> instead of doing it the hard oh my way gosh. I learned <laughs> so much in that so I had big ideas for the salon I was gonna do great things and so I, I knew that I couldn't like really come in hot with these girls I had to kind of earn their trust and get to know them before I came in and really laid down my ideas mm -hmm. and so it was rough it was really really rough and it didn't quite work out the way that I thought it was um, supposed to so and what ended up happening is they kind of um, they were used to their old ways they were kind of set in their ways and they didn't really want change mm -hmm. and so I learned that early on and so I just adapted to that I did as much changing as I could and tried to upgrade and and bring a fresher younger vibe to the salon um, and then what ended up happening is I just worked there for a couple days a week I still did nails out of my house in um, you know, the, where I the lived. old avoidance it was strategy. Yeah, so I <laughs> yeah. kind of just avoided it. Um, and then a couple of years later, I ended up selling it, and we moved back to here, here to Arizona. So then I, um, so all that time, though, we had a great realtor in Colorado. Mm -hmm. He was so wonderful. And I always told him, like, I want to be a realtor. I want to do what you do. And he kept telling me, no, you're not ready. You're just not ready. Your kids are too young. Do you for a little while. Keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, all right. So then we moved back to Arizona, and I went to work in a salon in Gilbert. And about a year after that, um, it was difficult to build my clientele back up. You know, the that industry had just changed so much. Mm -hmm. And so I decided, what the heck, I'm going to go to real estate school. So I did that. And it seemed natural right from the beginning, a lot of hard work. Um, and then about in 2000, I guess it was 2012, we had an opportunity 
um, to join forces with a couple, a husband and wife dance teachers. Mm -hmm. And my kids had been in dance, competitive dance, and we just had an opportunity where they wanted to open a studio and they had their talents and we had our talents and we happened to come together and we decided let's open a studio. And so let's do it together. And so they were really the driving force, but I took all the things that I learned in real estate and just put it to work for the studio. So were you, in your mind, Mm -hmm. were you really experiencing success in real estate before you got into the dance studio? Yeah. Were you doing about what It was kind of just a side thing for me. It was just another business opportunity that it made sense for that time. Mm -hmm. It was all by design. Our our beginning and our end was all by design. Um, And it was just an opportunity that it would have been silly to pass it up. And it made sense for my kids and it made sense for me. And it was something that I could do in addition to what I was already doing, still working full-time in real estate. So wow. it took some of my time, of course, sure. but you know, I wasn't there every day. I didn't work the studio every day. I did most of the marketing, some behind the scenes kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And the first couple of years I worked a lot harder um, and put in more time than the last few years. Well, of course, because yeah. just like real estate, yeah. You start you work, off, you I work, think, you work, yep. and you, you prospect. Prospect. Uh-huh. That's what that's what um, struck me. I went, oh, you know what sales is sales. Yeah, it what is. What are you selling? You're either selling a big house, that's great, yep. or you're selling a, a family to come bring their daughter yeah. or son to a dance studio. Yep. It's sales. I literally took like the same things that I do in real estate. I was like, we need to do this for the studio. I need to go and prospect. We, I mean, we, you know, it, for a lack of a better description, we door knocked. Yeah. I door knocked. We went to preschools. We went to schools. Yeah. We went to lots of different places. Well, and that is door knocking. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we just Spreading we prospected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We marketed. Um, we did some of the same things that we would do in real estate. We did flyers. We did postcards. We did social media campaigns, all kinds of different things just mm-hmm. to kind of build it up. Same thing. Same principles. And yeah. I, t- I tell people this. We had to entitle the book we wrote. We had to entitle it something, my husband and I. We called it Mastering Your Real Estate mm-hmm. Career. But if you didn't look at the cover yeah. and you just read the contents, it's just how to be a great salesperson yeah. in your mind, in your activities, mm-hmm. in the people you surround yourself. All of those things are common across businesses. Now, yeah. do you just feel like you were wired this way, you're just good at business, or did you kind of acquire that over time? I f- so. I guess when I was about 16, I really kind of realized I just wanted to create my own destiny and I really just wanted to work for myself. Mm-hmm. So there's been very few times that I've actually worked for somebody else and it's never quite worked out yeah. exactly. Um, so yeah, I've always just been wired to create my own opportunities. Men, do you feel like, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you why I'm asking this question. Okay. I would never say of myself, do I have qualities like very driven? Um, get things done, you know, think, do I have qualities about my personality that helped make me very successful? Yes. Mm-hmm. But did sure. I know a thing about business? Yeah. N- nothing. I didn't either. Nothing. I mean, I, I didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. I took a business course right out of um, high school at MCC and I failed. Mm. I never went. It's I probably good that you like, didn't Like, I just it. wasn't a college girl. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, everything that I learned is just on my own mm-hmm. and by aligning myself with people that I can learn from and there you I mean go. I learned so much in real estate. So if you knew me before real estate and the way that I am now, completely different. My personality is completely different. So real estate was definitely um, what talk about that a little bit because me. I think that sometimes people use their personality or their whatever as an excuse of why they can't mm-hmm. be as successful as 
you know, somebody else. Yeah. So tell, I, so I had like yeah. the opposite. So my personality, like my disc profile was not one. I was more of an assistant. Okay. More of an, an admin type of a person. That like would have been S my, or C. Uh-huh. Yeah. Totally. And I mean, I had zero D like below the line. And so, which surprises me actually, because I only know you like this. Uh-huh. Yes. And so it's it's interesting because I look back on those times, and I certainly wouldn't want to go back there because it was so painful. And it, but the competitive drive inside of me, I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna fail. Mm. I'm not gonna fail. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna show people that this disc profile can make it in real estate. So it was hard. It was a it was really hard. There was a anything lot of worth doing is hard. And yeah. And I think it's a I think it's a mistake. And I've made this mistake. So I repent. Mm-hmm. I have made this mistake. Mm. Doesn't don't think, fit. I don't think mm-hmm. you're going to be be able to do this. Yeah. And more often than not, if you have the why and the drive, mm-hmm. I don't care what your personality is. You can do it. You can do you it. Can do because it. you know what? Mm-hmm. It's not about. Um, I used to think it's about you have to have this certain mindset. You have to be a driver. You have to. No, you don't. You have to love you people. Have to be, you have to love and, people and you have to be willing way. to just work. And to build relationships uh-huh. and do whatever it takes to be successful. Yep. So one of my uh, one of my purposes for having this show is to take away excuses. Well, there's another one we can take away. Mm-hmm. Your disc is valuable. It yeah. helps you to understand how you like to be communicated with and, and things of yeah. that nature. It's very valuable. I, I don't discount it in any way. I think what's more but valuable. You can't let it define you. No, you can't either. let it define you. And it's so yeah. easy to do that because you, I mean, especially in real estate, because we put a lot of emphasis on that type of thing, mm-hmm. and so it's really easy to let it define you, and and then be your record in your head that well, it's just not my personality. Because I'm an ass. I just don't fit. Yeah, yeah, I have too much C. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I totally agree. So there's another excuse out the window. I'm happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about the the um, the thing that surprised you about mm-hmm. coming into real estate. Gosh, I wrote down a couple things. So I would say um, a, a couple main things. I was really surprised at to learn that so many people don't really love realtors. That surprised yeah. me because I always looked at real estate as like, I wanted to be a realtor. I thought it was like, that was like a, a thing that I wanted to right. do. And I had so much admiration and respect for realtors. And so it was surprising to me that so many people, um, that there's a lot of people that don't. So that was super surprising. Yeah. And then it was surprising to me um, how hard it really is behind the scenes. Like it's not just showing houses. It's not just all that fun stuff. It's behind the scenes, like all of the things that we do to keep a transaction together a and rolling. Yes. And and the pressure and the responsibility that we have for our people, for our clients. I wish more more realtors felt that tension yeah. of how this is a it's huge a really transaction. Big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a really and all big the deal. parts and it matters how on top of it yeah. you are and all these details matter, which attests mm-hmm. to I don't tend to be a detail person, but you have to be. You have to be. You have to. And or if you, you can't do it. it, you have to have somebody doing it for you. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So I just didn't really I mean, you know, from the outside looking in, you see all the fun and all the glamour mm-hmm. and the showing the houses and all the pretty stuff. And so it was surprising to me just how much. I think that the thing that surprised me about real estate is I can't believe I got into it not even having any idea what the profession. It's like, it was almost almost like this. Sure, I'll go to school and become a real estate agent. I mean, that was how flippantly I made that decision. And then you get into it and you're like, oh, "Oh, wow, it's it's a really (laughs) big job. Yeah, for sure. I agree with you. Yeah. So you and I are on, and some of this I'm a little jealous of, some of it not. <laughs> work. I still have three children at home, and you are an empty nester. Yeah. 
And I was curious in our, when I, I talked to these ladies beforehand, so that when I was curious in our pre interview, like, how does that feel? Like, all I think about is more dates with my husband mm -hmm. and, you know, a cleaner house and, yeah. think, you know, not as many well, when groceries. When you at home, that's, that is what you think about. Mm -hmm. You dream of the days where your house is clean and, yeah. and the dishes in the sink are only yours. Like, you dream of those days. So it's a really strange place to be, and we're still really adjusting. So we've had a full year. So Logan is a sophomore at ASU, so we had her freshman year, she lived in the dorm. So we had that full year to kind of really adjust. And then she came home for a little bit in the summer, which was kind of nice. Yeah. And then we were like, okay, time for you to go again. But talk about um, that first year, because I, I, this never really, would have occurred to me. really, really hard. It was a weird space to be in. So I wasn't, I mean, you go from being like mock 10 all the time with your kids, mm -hmm. and everything is about your kids, and then you're doing work. And you know, every day is just so scheduled. And then all of a sudden, it's like, well, no one's called me this morning. No one needs anything from mm -hmm. me. Like, what am I supposed to do? And then at night, five o'clock at night, you know, my husband and I would be sitting on the couch and like, so how was your day? Like, <laughs> what do you do? What are we supposed to do? We're on our phones, you know? Yeah. Crack open a bottle of wine every night. Like, right. I, what are you supposed to do with your time? It's a really weird place to be. So we've kind of figured it out. I think it's, it's allowed us to reconnect in a different way mm -hmm. than when your kids are at home and life is super busy. Um, just doing some things for myself yeah. and enjoying my nice clean house. We talk, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I, I mean, we I talk do about like it that. all the time. Like we talk about with all of these moms I talk to and uh, you know, I, I'm talking to um, a lady who has seven kids and you know, it's a season every, mm -hmm. and then you don't even know what to expect for the next season, nor should you put, I think, too much emphasis on no. what that's going to be like. No, right? I mean, I think you should just be in your whatever moment it right. is. Right, I'm learning so that, because it is a little uh -huh. bit easy. I'm older, I've got you know, a, grand, a beautiful grandchild that I'd love to spend more time with, and I've yeah. got all these businesses, and sometimes I, I say dumb things to myself, like, I can't wait I until, can't wait. Mm -hmm. that's just so wrong, mm -hmm. you've got to stop that kind of talk. Because you'll get there, you'll get wherever you're supposed to be. Yeah. But then I, then we were talking about seasons, and you know, one of the questions we asked the ladies, "What kind of hobbies do you have? Like, what are your hobbies?" And a lot of times it's like hobbies. Hobbies. What? Yeah. What? I don't have a hobby. I don't, have, I don't, I don't have know. Time. I'd love some hobbies. Yeah. And now you're in a place where you're like, I can have a hobby. Yeah. I can what? have a hobby. I don't. What is that supposed what does it to look be? Like? I have no idea. Yeah. Literally, when we're sitting on the couch at you know six o'clock at night, I think, should I start knitting? Yeah. I mean, should I craft? Like, yeah. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing with my time. I it's think, so though, strange. if you embrace that the right way, how exciting. Uh -huh. How exciting. It's almost like watching your... Well, I, I love watching my children discover mm -hmm. something about themselves or they're good at something or they yeah. hate something or whatever. Yeah. Um, except when it's dinner. When they hate that, that's not so that's great. Annoying. But um, it's almost like you get to do that with yourself yeah. in a way. Yeah. But now you have a grandchild. Yeah. So I do fill my time yeah. with her. Yeah. So she spends quite a bit of time with us. I, I have her a couple of afternoons, and so that's fun. But then, you know, honestly, at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, bye. Yeah. You know? Because you're adjusting. Yeah. yeah. You're adjusting. Yeah. I, I, the other thing that I was thinking about when I was thinking about your situation and being an empty nester, what you didn't say to me was, I just must have my children around me all the time, you know? Like, yeah. I know that there are some people who they, all they have, now you and your husband, you have a good marriage, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I know women who all their whole identity, their life, their time, their thought process is just their children. Yeah. Just their children. So what they experience at the empty nester stage is an emptiness they don't know what to fill with. Yeah. And they're looking at the person it's who really lives hard. with them and they're like, I don't even know mm -hmm. you. 
which is I a uh, broken record. You have to date you date your husband. I know you do, mm-hmm. but you have to date your husband, and you, yeah. the kids leave, which is fine. And, and that's we what can all adjust. To do, they're supposed and you to. You want them to. Yeah, I mean, I know some adults who should not still be living with their parents. You know what I mean? But. <laughs> It's, it's hard, though. You go through different times, I think, in your marriage, too. And even when your kids are little, mm-hmm. you know, we had times where we weren't connected. And we had times where my focus was 100% on the kids. Mm-hmm. And he was lucky to get 10% of my attention. And I don't know. I just There's just different times. Yeah. Different well, times. seasons. Different seasons, seasons. for sure. Mm-hmm. My, my husband and I are very, very intentional about a few things. One is that we keep our relationship with Christ strong mm-hmm. so that we can keep our relationship strong. Mm-hmm. And then what fights for the rest of our time? It changes. Sometimes it's our kids. Yep. Sometimes, Sometimes it's, it's our businesses. Mm-hmm. And our kids, businesses. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, we're certainly not perfect and we don't get that right all the time, but that has to be intentional. Yeah. Yeah, it you do. You have to make a choice to do that. Uh-huh. For sure. Because it doesn't just happen naturally. No. So, yeah. so now you've got your granddaughter and you just put her into dance? I just put her in a dance class. So now I'm back in my happy Does place. she like it though? Yeah. Does she? Okay. Yeah. So she's three. Yeah. And so we put her in two classes. So she's taking two classes and she's, um, we put her on the little can-can performance team. So. <laughs> like can-can? No. Like kicking? So they just call it, so it's Can Dance Studios. Is oh, the dance oh, studio. Oh. So they call the little, the I'm like, little. like, you guys are doing high kicks already? Can-can. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So she's going to, so now I get to go to her little performance oh, and yeah. stuff and take her to rehearsal and stuff like that. So I just think it's so. It feels natural to me. I know it does. <laughs> and I was thinking, it's so, na- it's so unnatural for me that I would not enjoy that. Yeah. And I was in dance for 13 years. Like, you would think I would like that uh-huh. space. You know what I mean? I love it. I, I just, I love it. I love how God made it. It was so sad for me when it ended. It was really, I, I was really sad. What did you about love it. about it? Like, why? No, I think it's, <clears throat> I, I loved watching the kids, all of them. I just loved watching them grow and learn so much every year. And they yeah. just changed and blossomed into these beautiful young women. Oh, I loved it. I guess that would have a oh, lot of rewards. It. That yeah. would have a and lot of rewards. And we had great kids. We have, the studio has great kids. Yeah. So, so let's talk. Uh, let's go back into real estate for just yeah. a couple of minutes. What do you think, um, as for all of these experiences that you had in business, if you were going to tell our audience, okay, these are all moms in real estate that are watching for the most part, um, what are the things to intentionally develop in your business that are the most important that you feel like adds to your success? So um, I think that the first thing would be just to create boundaries with your family and your friends and to treat your business like a business. So I learned that early on. So if you don't get up and act like you're going to work and, and whether that means you actually go to work or you go to your physical office space in your house or whatever it is, like have a plan for your day and work that plan and do it consistently and intentionally because if you don't, it, it's just inevitable. Your family, your friends, everybody thinks you're at home. And you're available to them mm. all day, every day. Wow, that's a good point. So that was a hard thing for me. I mean, I remember early on in my business when I would be working, you know, I would get the calls like, well, what are you doing today? You're not really doing anything, right? Mm. And even if I wasn't, it always just was a little bit of a rub to me. Like, no, I'm actually working. Yeah, like, yeah, I have a purpose. I, I have a job. I really wow, have a job. Wow, that's a good point. I never but thought you, about that before. But they only know what you show them. Mm-hmm. And so somewhere, <clears throat> sometimes I think that that's where the confusion with what realtors actually do with like the general public comes into is that if we look like we're on our day off and we're just hanging out at the house, that's what the public thinks that we do. Wow. So I don't know. I just, I learned that, that early really, on. That's a really just good. Just to have boundaries and when you're at work, be at work. 
And what about and um, a job? Do you are you all referral? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's yeah. That's just and, and how do you keep those relationships? What do you do? Um, so it's it's hard. I mean, we do client events, so mm-hmm. we do at least one, maybe two client events a year, and then we do pop buys and some of the referral based kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So we you know drop off small little gifts every now and then, and just try and keep connected with our clients. It's different for me because when I did nails, I had my clients come in every two weeks. Oh, good so point. the relationship was deep. It ran deep. Like we do lots of personal things about each other. Well, so I figured like that'll be kind of the same. I'll have my clients and they'll just love me and I'll love them and it'll be great. We'll have this relationship. But you know, how often do they buy and sell a house? Like once every couple of years. So mm-hmm. you have to be intentional about keeping that relationship. And I'm not always good at that. I'm not always five on. million. I mean, a year good enough. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I want you to give some advice to um, anybody who's out there that maybe doesn't have doesn't have. It doesn't matter whether it's relational, whether it's about kids, whether it's about your business. What would you say? What would you say to them that would help? Um, gosh, so I guess I would say I would probably focus on like money and a budget. Yeah. Like oh, living your life. Let's in have a, a budget. That's budget. a That's a new concept. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so in two thousand, I want to say it was like two thousand ten, maybe ish. We did the Dave Ramsey Financial mm-hmm. Peace University life, life changing. changing totally. So let's I mean, say that again. It's Dave Ramsey totally, Financial Peace yes, University. Completely life changing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it brought my husband and I closer together. It brought us closer to God. It brought. I mean, there was just so many different things that came from that, and it was during that time in my real estate business. That was a hard time in real estate, and that was the time when I I decided um, to start paying myself a salary. And so whether you had a lot of closings or no closings, mm. I paid myself the same amount every single month. My money sat in my business account. And I still do that. It just keeps my sanity. It keeps that structure. It keeps everything consistent for me. And so, um, yeah, I would say just living on a budget. Now, this is a hard business. Sales is hard. Yep, we didn't even talk about this, but mm-hmm. i got to give a plug to the Dave Ramsey organization. <clears throat> and if you don't know, they are not just Financial Peace University. Uh, my husband and I, for my birthday in 2016, I said... I want to go to this Entre Leadership yeah. Master Series, another life-changing yep. thing. I went to the Entre Leadership Summit last year. I'm bringing a bunch of people back this year, another life-changing thing. It's these principles about business. And yeah. if you're in real estate, you need business principles. Yes. And the Financial Peace University is where it all started. I yeah. have cash in my wallet because of that. I have mm-hmm. the emergency fund because of that. Yeah. You know, For it's, sure. I did the whole debt snowball and all of that. I don't have debt except for a house, you know? It's, yeah. It is absolutely life-changing. And if you can wrap your mind around how to look at money and how to handle it and let instead of it handling you, right. it, it affects everything. You're right. Yeah. Relationship. Um, I'll give you an example. And it's easy stuff. It's, not, it, it's all no, common sense. It's intuitive. I mean, but you go and you listen to him speak and it's like, duh, why... Why do we I have to, to have hear him it. telling me so this? It's like, like this why we have to go to church. Because you need to be reminded yeah. over and over and over again about yeah. the things that are true. Because yeah. the world wants to pull you into lies. Yeah. Right? So I'll give you one example. The most liberating thing. Hey, can I go clothes shopping? I don't know. Do we even have the money to go clothes shopping? But if you intentionally have a clothing mm-hmm. budget that you go, you know, put into every... When you go yeah. clothes shopping, you have no guilt. Yeah. There's because, no guilt. Yeah. Because it's, it's in a line budget. Item in your budget. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's... it's 
I cannot yeah. encourage you. That's the best thing that you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you said a lot of good things. But <laughs> the, to turn to an organization like that, to start gaining wisdom yeah. on how to uh, look at budget and finances, right. it's great. Well, because this business is hard. It is so it's hard. hard. Yeah. And you don't have the consistency of income. And sometimes you make a lot and sometimes you make none. And if you're constantly – it just it took a lot of the stress out for me um, on those months where maybe it was a little bit slower – and just knowing and watching my budget for business as well, mm-hmm. not not always following like the next shiny object and signing up for this and signing up for that. And I still do that sometimes. Yes, we all I do. I mean, it just happens. Emma we have a lot of texts me all the time. Yeah, we have a lot of shiny objects mm-hmm. that we can we can jump on. But um, yeah, I mean, that just took a lot of the stress out of. Wow! If if you guys heard nothing else mm-hmm. other than this, all this wonderful thing about this lovely mm-hmm. lady is that piece of wisdom can really turn your whole financial life around. Yes. And that turns a lot of other things around because yes. you know, money it's doesn't buy happiness. Money doesn't buy happiness. Money has nothing to do with happiness, but it makes life a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. really does. Yeah. So, um, Carrie, thank you so much for spending time you. with us today. Um, let me make sure I didn't... No, I didn't skip anything paramount, <laughs> but I do want to ask our audience to um, look us up on Facebook um, it's Moms in Real Estate Live, and we have Instagram as well. Um, if you like Moms in Real Estate and you want to wear a Moms in Real Estate shirt or have some apparel, you can shop momsinrealestate.com, and you can find the cutest stuff there. This The, the camouflage shirt is so cute. So cute. Really cute. Mm-hmm. And then um, we do have a po- podcast on iTunes, so I know that you, some of you like to watch and some of you like to listen. So if you want to download our podcast on iTunes, we're up there as well. And again, I want to thank Diane Gertis and April Chadwick from the Mortgage Advantage. And thank you again, Carrie. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Fun.